0: Nightmare on Fierce Street.
1: We're Trent and Sheree, and we're chatting about the fiercest genre.
0: Expect hot takes, cold drinks, and a couple of fights.
1: Check out the link in the episode description to connect with us via the usual socials, Patreon, and our YouTube channel. All right, everyone, we are back, and today we are watching, I almost said killing, because that's the title, but we are covering (laughs) the killing, we're killing the killing of a sacred deer. We're killing it, y'all, killing it.
0: We're killing it and killing it and killing it well. This continues our Hey24, because it's 2024, and we're punny. Also, A24 makes... A24. Oh, no. Internet got me. The internet got me. Also, A24 makes... Whatever it
1: is. That A, that 2, and that 4, however you want to say it.
0: It's A24, but, like, the people be like, A24. And, you know, I'm a basic bitch, so I'm like, they saying it. They saying it. Oh, no, (laughs) now I'm saying it. I only get so many things right, y'all. Please stop a at me. Look.
1: <laughs> True. All right. Well, uh, Sheree, Sheree, where do we start? This movie. It
0: uh... So this is my second time watching this movie. Um, the first time was a few months ago. And I could not get it out of my head, but I did not know if I liked it or if I didn't like it or if I was indifferent because it's a weird ass bitch. And so I'm happy I got to see it the second time so I can have an actual opinion instead of being like, what?
1: I mean, I'm glad one of us is happy, because, like, I, this movie, I just, I I have thoughts on thoughts on thoughts, and not many of them are good.
0: Like, this is definitely one of those movies that I'm happy I rewatched, because, again, it was in my brain, but I didn't know what it meant. And so then I'm like, oh, 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 because... Yargo's Lanthimos has such a unique aesthetic. It's difficult to describe unless you've seen it. Cause like I've seen the lobster and I've seen this and I wanna see poor things by the Minnesota and we can't have nice things here. So I have to wait until like the last possible day of the fucking year probably um, for a theater near me to do that. But I, I really dig that he does odd, really fucking dark things. Like the sense of humor, even in this, which it's not billed as a dark comedy and people don't talk about that in interviews and reviews, but there's some humor here. Cause I was cackling like a little bitch. <laughs>
1: I <laughs> I'm glad other people enjoy his style. I okay. I have no interest in seeing the lobster or poor things. I I love it for Emma Emma Stone. I am happy for everybody involved. But like, how are you gonna take one of my favorite actors, Nicole Kidman, and make me be like, I am fucking bored. I'm bored out of my board. I literally the act, and I get it, and I even put it in my note. It's a choice. Like, I am not denying that this is a choice that they made. And so I'm not saying that, like, they shouldn't have made a choice. Cause, like, you know, as Sheree will tell you, and we all, if you've been, if you studied theater in college, the best defense is to say it was a choice.
0: (laughs) And this is a theatrical bitch. This is the most theatrical bitch we probably covered on this podcast.
1: the, The acting style, I cannot. I can't watch two hours of monotone again. I can't, I cannot do it. I cannot go back for this movie. I feel like out of everyone in this movie, I do feel like Nicole Kidman and Barry Kogan tackle that style the best. It's just not for me.
0: I feel weirdly enough, Barry and the entire family got it the most. Like some of the randos, because even Alicia Silverstone, she found it-ish i mean like some of those one-off doctors were like not doing it <laughs> um, but i i do think that the family and barry did deliver because again this is such a unique and different style which i think is part of the reason i didn't know if i liked it or not when i first saw it because it's so jarring which i think is fucking exciting but it also makes sense because this movie in the first act i'm like is this an absurdist horror movie because you know i used to fuck with the absurdist <laughs> and then it's like no 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 something biblical in greek and i'm like what and so I think that, and especially with the themes and the way that things are moving, you can't have a modern family being like, oh, you have to kill one of us. That's cool. And so you almost need it to be something completely different. <laughs> and it's also a kind of a really cool commentary on how these people are just going through the motions, you know? We feel like a fly on the wall, which is really cool and weird and different because so often filmmakers are like, let me get in her face. Cry for me, bitch. Um, and they're like, we're in a different room. Listeners go down. And you're just like, oh.
1: Yeah, I I see that. and And I definitely see the ties to like Greek theatricality in like the classical form. I just, I don't know, I feel maybe if I saw this on stage, I would feel differently. Because I think it would have been approached a little differently. Because like, I feel like the medium of film. I want that intimacy. Like, I want to see something behind your eyes. And like, I, I will say, I think Nicole Kidman and Barry Col- like Cogan, as I said earlier, I think they had that. And I think Colin Farrell was in and out for me with that, especially when that whole, when he blew up at the end, I was like, oh, there's that fucking moment. But like,
0: but because this is my second time watching it, they all get a little bit shaky when things start happening. And I think that's the frustration. I don't know if that's the actor or the character for any of them, but all of them are all of a sudden a little bit more like, I'm a little bit quicker, I'm a little bit sharper. Um, and I'm just like, what happened? Are we, oh, is this a style choice? Or is this like, I don't know. Again, it's such a weird piece to look, it's it's like art. It's like, I'm in a museum, but it's a film museum. The bitch only need to be two hours. I'll give you that. Obviously, I'm never gonna root for a two hour movie. But like, I feel like, it's kind of a museum piece, and it, but it's breathing, but it's living. So it's like performance art. And so you're just like, but why? But why? I, I'm i not going to lie. There, somewhere inside me, there is a little bitty art school girl. I never got to go to art school. And she's just like, yay, and jumping rope. Yeah. Oh. I, just, I, I
1: don't know. I wasn't. I uh, Yeah. I just, everything felt so cold and distant. And there was no intimacy. Mm. There was no, like, all the sex was like, are they even in? do they even want to be together does this family give a fuck about each other like i just
0: how many suburban families like each other again (laughs) this feels like the ultimate commentary on the nuclear family because you have all these people who are just like we're strangers in a house it's it's another reason why it's so fucking theatrical to me because it's like these are clearly four strangers in a house who are just giving the rundown of their lives like she started a period yesterday, and she was a little bit afraid. I've started my period, and I'm a little bit afraid. Do you have hair under oh, your armpits? Like these are these are not questions people normally ask each other. But also, it's kind of like the intrusive thoughts are out and about, which is why I was like, "Is it going to be an absurdist horror movie?" Because I'm not mad at that. But then we were like, "Actually, no, maybe kind of." And I I've never met with my plays in different subgenres. I especially when it's something that I wish I could see live. I do wish this could be on stage. I wish we could also have the cold and distant, sterile environment on stage. Like maybe put it up somewhere where the audience is like, so fucking far away. <laughs> like one of those bigger theaters, you know, where you can't be like right after somebody's ass. You're like, what did they say? I can't really hear back but here. See, um, <laughs> because it's just, but it's that kind I, of a moment.
1: I, I And I see that. And I I could see that on stage because like I would have that, the. The intimacy is easier, even with big theaters, it's easier to achieve on stage because this literal live human beings in front of your eye, like in the same room, even if it's huge as you are, I was just so disconnected. And like, I wanted something like a moment of like anger, love, hatred, frustration, jealousy, something to happen in the first hour and a half and it never happened this movie and as you said sheree this movie is too long this movie Mm -hmm. is at least 45 minutes
0: long in my opinion we studied brecht we know about the alienation effect and i think that nobody plays the alienation effect well and so this is another reason why this sticks out to me it's all the things i wanted to like get more time with when we were in school but it's in film form and I think that's why I was like, what? The first time I watched it, because I was like, nobody's doing smart things. <laughs> so I had to come back with my scholar hat and be and like, you, and okay. <laughs> I, I,
1: like a lot of the stylization in theater, again, I feel like theater is such a different medium because it is live. I think the live aspect of theater changes the audience's experience as it as film does not have. I'm not saying it's be- better, worse, anything. It's apples to oranges, essentially.
0: I feel like, I feel like it depends on the piece. Cause I've seen some televised theater that actually is still effective. Um, and I've seen some with other people. Uh, um, I think that it depends on if you're the audience for the thing or not. Like, I feel like if this was a movie you were into, you wouldn't even be like, oh yeah, it would be better on stage. I, but you're, this is for whatever reason, not your bag. None of these styles that he's fucking with. And that's fine. I just, I really, really needed this in my spirit. Yeah. <laughs> the second time around, not the first time. But the first time I was like, what? Because I thought it was going to be this is my illegitimate son. And I was like, okay, it's going to be one of those. like anything but that, bitch. And I'm like, what? Excuse you? My brain is on the floor.
1: Yeah. yeah, I Yeah. I also question some of the motives here. Like, for example, Martin and his mother, their intentions are pretty obvious, in my opinion, the entire fucking time. Mm-hmm. So why is this family continuing to allow them to do this to them. Like, I get... Okay, I will say, I get the daughter, because she's a love-struck teenage girl, whatever.
0: She's the one I don't get when people start well, almost dying. <laughs> of course right. you would be on her side. No, on, no, Taurus. at that point I agree. But
1: I'm like, I I will give her some grace, because like, okay, you're 12. But this like... She's not 12, she's probably like 15, 16. Anyway, whatever. She's 14.
0: Okay. Yeah, because he's 16 and she's 14. I did but, the math. But like, these
1: grown fucking <laughs> adults... Why are especially Colin Farrell's character? I can't think of his name, Stephen. Why is Stephen going to this person's house? He know,
0: like, oh. cause Steven's a man. Let me tell you about Stephen because I got an essay on his ass. Colin Farrell's adorable, and I sexy, appreciate it, but Steven's a little I will man say that yes. Give him more things to do without clothes on. I've always said that Stephen's <laughs> a child. but anywho's, Stephen is not he's not taking responsibility for what he's done. He walked into a surgery drunk and took this man away from this family. And instead of him being like, oh shit, he covers it up. And he's like, I'll buy this kid food every once in a while and it's fine. And then when the kid is like, I would like more time, Steven's like, no, I'm done feeling almost bad about the thing that I want to acknowledge I did. <laughs> and that's when the kid's like, I'm gonna snatch your fucking family. We knew this day would come because you're a basic ass bitch, Steven. And he also withheld all this information from his wife until finally she was like, what has happened? And he was like, still dodging it, still dodging it. She's like, were you drunk? Avoiding that,
1: she had to go give somebody a hand job to get the answers.
0: Listen, because again, all men are trash. Um, and Stephen is like, I it couldn't be me. I didn't do that. I didn't drink those drinks that morning. I didn't fuck up that surgery. But, and like, even when she's like, we got real problems. Like, I like mashed potatoes tomorrow, and she's like, fuck you and your mashed potatoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, no, Stephen is trash. Like, absolutely, one hundred percent. I
0: yeah, which is why he's not going to be like, mm, I'm going to be the bad guy now. Even when things are going down, he's like, mm, it's not really anything I should do. I will never take responsibility. I will never <laughs> have a choice. And that's why we get that wild ass way he goes about making the decision at the end. So he's still innocent. He didn't decide anything. He left it in fate. Men are the worst. and I, mean, that's true. Just the I thesis. agree. You know,
1: hands hand down. <laughs> I just have so many problems with this movie. Uh, <laughs> I, I I, want the world to know. I'm not like, I'm glad this movie exists. I am glad there's people that like this movie. There's a lot of people. I am definitely in the minority, I feel like. But like, it's just, <laughs> I, I just can't. I, I, I don't know. Why? Like, also, okay, the moment when his son it, can't walk, right? And he's like, let me just tell you about this time I sexually assaulted my father as a teenager and, uh, like
0: Was he a teen? I thought he was a child Oh,
1: maybe it was a child. Cause I was like, "Wait, what's maybe, going on in your house? Maybe it was a child. I don't know Maybe it was like the same age as the kid who's in question. Okay
0: That's what I thought. It was like around nine or ten because like, I, again like, it's it's such a weird movie but I think that also is tapping into the unofficial theme that men are fucking trash. <laughs> Because as a kid, he's like, I'm not coming the way other people are coming. I need to go see it for myself. My dad's like, nah, just let me do it. And again, kids are nosy and curious bitches, but still, I was like, damn. And he told he tells his son that story because he thinks his son is lying to him, as opposed to him being like, Let's have an actual conversation.
1: And what because... would you do if you're the son? Like, uh, thanks for this information.
0: Right. <laughs> you look this kid in the face who can't walk anymore because of shit you've done. I was like, I jacked your grandpa off once. Let me tell you that story. <laughs> And, Men, will and was, <laughs> Men will do anything but heal. Men will do anything but And he went into heal. like
1: excruciating <laughs> detail that there was semen everywhere. And,
0: <laughs> so many parts of this movie are carried from like the dialogue just being like, what the fuck? Like when well, she's like, you have to try my tart. After he's trying to leave, after she, she was second on his hand. I'm like, girl, he don't want he, your he tart. You done tried it. You he he don't, don't want it. You
1: don't want it. What's <laughs>
0: He said, your tart is too tart. I got to go home to my wife. <laughs> Look, The dialogue just fucking sends me. And I, I feel like so many lines are just naturally funny. And also anytime the kids fell into the floor, I cackled. I'm not, I'm not above it. I, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I laughed. I think that this is again, those threads of absurdist comedy we got up top or woven through the whole movie, which is why I like it so much. Because again, she's a stylish little bitch.
1: Um, Again, I'm glad you do.
0: (laughs) I also really fucking laughed when everybody's like, "Oh, so you have to choose somebody to die." I want to be like you, Dad. You know I'm your favorite, right, Dad? We could have kids. You kill one of the kids and leave me alone. And I'm just like, (laughs) it's just so fucking funny. (laughs) And I think that I think that a lot of people just, I either they don't want to acknowledge the humor because so much is fucking happening or they don't want to talk about it because it's not polite but i fucking laughed um kids Fall on the floor is I my favorite say, song so
1: i have a friend who like went to film school and all that stuff and when i put up my my rating on my insta story he replied and he was like you didn't find it funny and i was like i found it boring but so sheree there are people who find it funny like you so
0: good good because like you're a tourist I, so once you made a choice that's your choice but I think that it, there no, is so it's much fun, like, humor here.
1: It is darkly funny. I just don't think it speaks to me in that same way. Like, I I was just bored and annoyed through 98% of this movie. Like, I literally was bored. I kept checking the time to be like, how much how longer? How much longer? I'm so tired of hearing this weird dialogue and monotone bullshit. Like, I'm just tired of it. I, I thought
0: it was fun and different the second time around the first time it was jarring because again alienation effect and all those other styles and we don't get that we don't get that anymore like back in the day people were like yeah and now we're like no it must be pg-13 save the cat this mom and his daughter are going to be best friends by the end of the movie in 90 minutes and i that shit sends me it sends me to hell <laughs> and so i i don't think i would have gotten this stressfully out of <laughs> the left field, but I'm happy that somebody did because, again, yeah. we gotta do different movies. Otherwise, it's the same conversation. Well, it absolutely, I right. It, it
1: absolutely, not every movie is for me, and not every movie is for you. Like, that is 100% okay. So, I'm glad this movie exists, and I'm glad there's people that like it. I I just will never watch it again.
0: I'm going to do it for a third time because now that I know how I feel about it, I can actually be like, and now let me do better studies. Those are words. I've been drinking wine, everybody. I'm going to (laughs) actually study it a bit more intensely now that I figure out where I fall on the line. Because again, I was like, I can't stop thinking about it, which is success in itself. But do I like it? Because like, it's a very successful movie for what it wants to do, it does what it does. But we also need to acknowledge that not all movies that do what they do are good. Cause there's a lot of movies that came out this year, last year, 2023. Yeah, 2023 was last year. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of movies that came out last year that did what they wanted to do, but they were boring as fuck. And people were like, but it's so good. And like, you're looking at the technical points, you're looking at all the technical things. But the reason that most people who are giving money to the theaters aren't into it is because it's fucking dry as wood and so <laughs> you, you got to do something different and i think that this girl got some technical things that are really working for her and some razzle dazzle in the script and acting and so i was into that yeah, well,
1: and, I, and i definitely agree that i would rather live in a world where i have to watch a movie like this one time and realize it's not for me than live in a world where every movie is the same thing does that make sense like i would rather have movies that just aren't for me then have every movie that's like fifty from- percent.
0: I also just have to because I don't like complimenting men. But Yargo's this is my second movie I've seen from him. He does not make the sex sexy. We do not feel like he's getting his yaya's off like some dirty ass directors that we have dragged on this podcast before. All of the sex is very uncomfortable. It's very awkward. I think it's funny that the two movies I've seen from him so far have Colin Farrell and Barry. No, Colin Farrell wasn't both, not Barry. Barry was in something else with Colin Farrell. I'm getting things mixed up because of why. But like him and Colin did The Lobster, which I put off forever because I don't do romance, but it's a romance kind of through Yargos' lens, and so it's so fucking weird and so fucking dark and funny. Okay, (laughs) Where I was like, okay, I get you. Um, And the sex in that is also not for like fun purposes. It's not just like tits abound and also fake moaning. It's like, don't have fun, don't have fun, don't have fun. And you're laughing the the whole fucking time. (laughs)
1: There is a film by him that I do somewhat enjoy much better than this one, The Favorite. I have seen The Favorite and- I haven't seen that one. uh, Who's Emma Stone and
0: it's Olivia, Olivia Coleman. Coleman. Right?
1: Yes, that's who I love from that. Yeah,
0: I'm obsessed with her. But every time I want to see it, it's not streaming. And every time I don't want to see it, it's and Rachel Wise because
1: <laughs> Emma Stone, Rachel Wise, and Olivia Coleman are in a love triangle. That's fun.
0: Don't give me too much more, bitch. Like, <laughs> I said I want to see it. That's, all I'm, like, saying.
1: that's <laughs> all I'm saying. You know that going in? I
0: did not know that. I knew I knew Olivia Coleman was there, and he directed it, and I was going to show up. Like, luckily, by the time it's streaming it again, I'll forget that. Uh, <laughs>
1: But yeah, so I do enjoy one of his films. So there is that. I just, he, yeah, I just, this movie, this one, I couldn't connect. I could connect to those characters. I can't connect to these characters. And maybe it's because I don't have this lived experience. Maybe. I don't know. I just, it was so alienating to me that I was completely out of it.
0: That's the point. Like, these are not characters to connect to. Like, they're not again breck was all about alienation we were not supposed to be like i want to hug this person we're just like this is a character study maybe or a study a case study i don't know and so you're watching them go through the things and you're watching this man not own up to his shit and you're watching (laughs) this kid was like these are the rules this is what it is make a choice and he's like i can't i'm too fragile. and so like i it would have been really fucking boring if it was like but you need to hug this one you need to cry for this one like it's not that movie it's it's not and i again i think that we live in a world where people know if you name a pencil blinky and you make it dance and then you break it in half people are gonna cry and so i think it's bolder to be like you don't know these people stop like people are always being like this celebrity celebrities this, this celebrity is that you we don't know these fools we don't know these fools we assume we like them because we like their work but we don't we don't know what they do in their off time
1: <laughs> that that, that no, that's totally fair and i to be fair i'm also not a huge brecht fan like i like brecht i like brechtian things so like pits and but like strict brecht it's it doesn't work for me but i also again respect appreciate love that it's out there i'm just not going to give it my
0: coins i think that if i were to teach theater again and i needed some extra credit i would be like watch this movie and tell me what we've learned from our (laughs) intro to theater classes. What are you identifying? Because again, it's it's so many different bits and parts and it's all of them, but it's through a different lens, kind of, it's kind of skewed, it's just off of center. And I think that's another reason why my brain is like, Because, again, it's one of those I'm glad I came back for because I probably would still be thinking about it and not knowing how I feel about it. And I wouldn't have I wouldn't have so many fun thoughts and I wouldn't want to go back in for specific reasons as I am now. So this is one of the times the podcast really helped me out as a person. Thanks, y'all.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say one of the moments I did really appreciate the acting. And this is from everyone involved going back on to the, the moment where the dad's like, I jacked your grandpa off. And but then it's it's literally juxtapositioned to the I think it's the very next scene or it's very soon after, where the Anna is with the daughter at the window and literally using like corporal punishment, like grabbing her arm and squeezing it to show to be like you leave this boy alone. And I'm like, it's just a very interesting dynamic between both of these parents because typically. It's switched, right? Typically, it's the mother who's like, let me share with you so you share with me. And da-da-da-da. I'm a mom, and and it's the dad that's like, listen here, boy. Slap, slap, slap. In this way, it's flipped, and I do find that really interesting, and I did think the acting in that moment was really strong.
0: Anna's got stories. Like, they're not, they don't serve the script, so we didn't get them, but she's got stories, because she's also a doctor. She's the one saying things that make sense, but the men are ignoring her, because they're also doctors. You know how men are? They're the fucking worst. <laughs> and so, like, she's like, we should do that. And I'm like, no. Then when there are things that work, we should try that. <laughs> I'm like, have you listened to her first? Always fucking listen to women. We've been saying this at the dawn of time. But who's and she's also the first one to go up to the friend to be like, tell me the truth. He's lying to me. And he's like, what do I get of it? And she's like, well, I didn't give you at your birthday party, whatever. Get over it. And she gives a handjob like a pro and it's like, tell me some more things. Like, I just, she has stories. And I also love that she was like, you should get one of the kids and not me because I could give you another kid to replace that one. So often we get women who are like, not my children. My children are my entire personality when men write them, which is another reason why I'm here for Yargos. Because he never once was like, her whole world is her children. That's all she knows. It's like, no, she's a doctor. <laughs> she has to be the adult in the house because she's married to Steven. But also this bitch is gonna get answers and look out for herself.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: Yeah, like she's probably one of my favorite women I've seen written by a men in a while. And I know I'm like to this movie. I also just love how Martin's mother is listed as Martin's mother. That's least Silverstone's title. <laughs> In the cast which is also very alienating because again people love to be like let's name them so we can feel bad for them don't feel bad don't feel bad for anybody
1: yeah no i will say this movie absolutely alienated you to the point that you didn't feel bad for someone that is successful i will give it that
0: right because like when the kid dies at the end we're not like oh no not bob we're like oh that's who it was and I think that also is interesting because we live in America, for those of y'all who are listening from safer places. And so, like, people are always getting shot, which is why I also think the gun is an interesting choice. And unfortunately, nobody cares because that's where the money is, it's in guns. And so a lot of times we we come across as desensitized, and even if we don't mean to anymore, because shit happens so constantly that we can't take a day off every time it happens. And we're also, capitalism <laughs> is big here. And so you got to go back to work, you got to send the kids back to school, you have to, like, pay your bills, you don't get time to really grieve or process anything, even if it is personal or not. And so I think that that is also interesting, to be like, we watched the kid get shot, and we're like, that's who it was. <laughs> as a of, not Bob! Oh no, he yeah, had his whole future. No, it's like, and now we're eating french fries.
1: Yeah. Okay, well let's talk about this ending, because I have thoughts. I <laughs> I feel like this note, because y'all know I make the notes as I watch the movies, right? So, at by the end of this movie, I was so annoyed, that I was like, Oh my god! Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, there are easier ways to fucking kill somebody. There are easier ways. I get it. It's theatrical. I get. I get that. I like. I just.
0: It's theatrical, and it also lets him tell himself he didn't choose. He didn't do anything, but, so he's also still an innocent. Victim. But like,
1: there, I because, feel like there's easier. Like, let's put a like a fuck ton of arsenic in a three in one of the three cups and like flippity dippity dippity do 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 da and oh you're dead i just i but i do but now that you mentioned the gun in america okay i i i see that tracking more
0: they also had to do something quick because bob started bleeding from the eyes so he was gonna die regardless his time was limited so like waiting for poison to kick in might have been too late and also i feel like there's so many ways of cheating poison so like Let's say somebody don't want to play this game and they happen to have the poison cup. We just sitting around watching people, watching Bob die. And then we're going to be like, did anybody drink the real poison? And people's like, no, I hid mine. Ha, ha, ha. I spit it out. Ha, ha, ha. You got to do something more direct. What would have been the thing to do back in the biblical and Greek days would be to just stab the kid. But like, again, this is America. Guns in my area.
1: And again, I was already annoyed by this entire movie. So, like, it was just icing on the cake at that point.
0: This movie had so many times where my jaw just fucking dropped. And I was like, this is how you're going to fucking do it? And I love that even going into that possible execution, the wife's like, I'll put on the black dress you like because again she is like don't pick me i don't know what you're doing but don't pick me and again i think that's part of the reason why this very bizarre style works because if a modern woman had just gone along with this i'd have been like what the fuck is wrong with you why don't you like women who have you spoken to a woman cuz there's no way in fuck you're going to be like hey um i didn't fuck up but this kid's mad at me and so i got to kill somebody and it might be you and she's going to be like oh yeah let's go to sleep and talk about it tomorrow that's not you have to do something different and I, again, it's so it's so heightened. It's magical realism. It's so many fucking genres that I uh, miss and appreciate because I don't get to see them often.
1: And especially when, since you brought up like the Greekness of this sh- movie, it is a, appropriate, I think, to say that like women in Greek theater or Greek dramas aren't the modern in quote unquote quotation marks of today. They're they are not. I mean, Medea fucking killed the kids.
0: She's my favorite. <laughs>
1: Medea killed the kids. You have Antigone, who's fucking the world up because her brother died and wants to have her brother buried the way that she sees fit. You have...
0: It was inspired by a Greek tragedy. I'm on the Wikipedia. It was inspired by... Oh, my God. I have not tried to say these words in so many years. I'm not even... Yeah, it's all Greek to me.
1: Yeah, the Iphigenia, the play that this is kind of based on, is literally the sister of Electra. Uh, the daughter of Agamemnon and Clytemnestra. And we all know how Electra did she, it did not end well for Clytemnestra (laughs) or Agamemnon. So women have not always been treated this way. And I think it's important to say that like, I think the modern woman in quotation marks has been so fucked over by Christian thought and patriarchy and all of that to really fuck over the quote unquote modern woman in ways that the classic women such as in greece rome all those places would probably never have happened
0: i am again it's it's all greek to me it's all greek to me and so that also helps me with these characters being so distant because greek characters were not characters they were saying the things, they were repeating what the writer wanted to repeat it. And so again, that just drives home how fucking interesting this movie is stylistically because like we are doing the things. We're not just like, we need to cheat it because middle America's going to see it. Like make it an NBC. We're, we're not doing that. We're like, have you seen a Greek play? Well, then get in. If you've not, go watch one and come over. What? <laughs> this is what we're doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, and I stand by. I feel like my feelings of this story would be different as a stage production i don't think this movie works as a film
0: we always disagree so i'm not even phased <laughs> I, I think that i would love to see her on stage yes but also i think that she works as a film because like back in the day films used to be films now we get movies uh, more often than not we get movies um, and I respect that. I, too, love fun. I, too, will eat popcorn and be like, yay. But I just think that there's something to be said because this movie's doing things on so many levels. Like, even, even the music, even the music cues. Like, I don't know who the composer is. I should look that up. But, like, the way it's driving stress and tension, even when we don't know danger's afoot. Because I still thought that he was going to be like, oh, yeah, this is my kid that I didn't tell you about. But it was something different. And so, like, when he shows up at the house, we have like, those strings. I'm like, oh, fuck. We're about to get into it. Or even when the Nicole Kidman, um, I always refuse to use her character name. Annie. Anna. <laughs> Anna
1: or Annie?
0: You know I'm what? looking.
1: Anna. <laughs> Anna.
0: Anna. Even when Anna and her son are on the escalator and you're like, oh, no, what's about to happen? What's about to happen? And he does fall out. But like it's that it's that score driving it in between the things while you're looking at things like it's fucking the rest of the development because it does feel like one of those documentary shows it does the way it's filmed sometimes because you're like far away and they're having a moment <laughs> it's kind of funny <laughs> and, and then like one of them walks into it I again I think that this is making some really cool choices and it gets it gets that part of me that never went to film school excited
1: yeah I okay I will say this I'm not promising anything. <laughs> I'm not going to promise that I'm going to watch this movie again cuz it's 2 hours long and I already don't like it. But I could be experiencing what you were saying about being jarred by the first time watching it. I could that could be why I'm responding this way and I will freely admit that. I will not promise that I will watch it a second time. <laughs>
0: Like it's definitely one of those movies where the first take it's like an interview, you know, the first impression, you're like, what the fuck was that? And so like either you lean in and you go for it again, or you don't lean in. And I, I know I was going to lean back in at some point. I didn't know it'd be so soon. Cause again, I watched it for the first time a few months ago. And so like less than six months, (laughs) I'm back. Um, (laughs) And so things are still kind of fresh. And so now I'm like, now that I know that these parts are going to connect this way, let me see the other things. Because again, I went in for what I thought was a movie and I came out with an experience that did completely different wild ass things. <laughs> and again, now that we know that this is really based on a Greek play, as opposed to just feeling like a Greek play, it makes so much make sense. It makes so much make sense. So when I go in for the third time now and I'm just like, yeah, I get you, bitch. I get you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Like I said, I definitely feel like now that I've processed a little bit more since after I fresh watch this i am jarred and it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. i just i don't
0: no. like i feel like not enough art makes people feel anything anymore and so i didn't mind being jarred especially for different reasons because we've often some offensive shit and that's a different kind of jarring yes as opposed to this is not what we're used to. I have to use different parts of my brain. I have to like really sit with was it was it successful in what it wanted to do? How did it, does it make me feel? That I know where it actually went. Yeah. This is art, and we don't get that enough. I love a lot of movies we cover. We don't get to cover a lot of art.
1: And I do, and I do think I do want to say, I do think this movie is successful in what it wanted to do, like a hundred percent. I don't think that like this movie is trying to do something that it's not accomplishing. I just don't know that what it's accomplishing is something that is pleasing in whatever way that yeah. works for me personally, it, you know? Yeah.
0: You, you like an emotional ride. You like to connect with a character, usually a, preferably a woman, um, and you want to see her cry a little bit. And this was not the movie for you for that. No. Um, and so <laughs> those are those are your things. And so, yeah, I just think that it's really fucking cool that we can have something that is... A lot of filmmakers are pretentious and so when they make a movie it's usually oscar Beatty. this is not oscar Beatty, but it's definitely like hey you can take these tools and you can make them cool you can make them interesting you have to be like it's a dry ass movie to go with the other dry ass movies because like that's what the oscars are almost always it's
1: oscar it's not oscar Beatty, but it should be oscar considered if they ever had a soul because and i'm saying this is someone who openly says at this point in time in my lived experience this movie is not for me, right? But mm-hmm. it is attempting to achieve something that not a lot of films do in today's world. It is achieving that, and it's doing it well. So, like, yes, this movie should be Oscar Oscar contender, as, as one would say. But it... Yes. But not Oscar Beatty, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Like, again, I, I feel like Yargos is not interested in awards the same way that some people are bradley cooper um he's out here making decent movies he's making good movies he's making people feel good and if he wins awards obviously he's happy but he's not just like if i have these benchmarks they'll dig it he's like this is some weird yeah. shit you like it or you don't i'm gonna make another and you know record.
1: what i will <laughs> i will respect that a wholeheartedly because like i said i feel like and i hate saying true artists because that's not what i mean i mean like Artists that are out to make art for art's sake, I think, especially if you're making very avant-garde art, I'm thinking specifically like fashion designers who do like that weird shit that no one's ever going to wear on the street, right? About 10% of it, you're going to like. The other 90, you're not going to like. But that other 90, there's probably a 10% that someone else likes, right? This filmmaker... Like I said earlier, I like The Favorite. I don't really like this movie. So I think that when you're really making that kind of risk-taking, avant-garde art, and I'm not saying that other forms of art aren't true art. You know what I mean? It's going to be kind of one of those things that not a lot of people are going to love it, but the people that love it will love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, you just have to figure out who the fuck you are and do that. Because, again, like... I love a lot of the movies we've covered on this podcast. Otherwise we wouldn't have been doing this podcast for so fucking long already. <laughs> but like, I there's only so few of them where I could be like, art stamp. I can be like, this is fun. This is this cool subgenre. This is experimental or whatever, what have you. But I can't be like, this is art. I would hang it in the MoMA, and I want to send up to the Academy Boys to be like, why y'all so fucking wrong all the time? <laughs> I And this is one of those few movies, if not the only. And so I just, I don't know. It's exciting to be excited again, because how often do we get to put on a movie and not ha- understand what is happening, not understand where we're going, not be able to predict anything. You're just watching people do something completely jarring and unique and original, and you're stressed out, and your mouth is on the floor, and it's an experience that i i don't think i've had a whole lot in my adult years when i was first starting to watch movies i was like oh yeah that's cool and then i got desensitized because again when you watch a bunch of wild shit as a child you just sort of go "Man." Um, and so it was nice to be like i can still feel i can still feel
1: i have nerve endings and they work what?
0: i'm not dead
1: sheree's <laughs> um, not dead part three.
0: Listen, it's finally here. It's confirmed. Instead of God's
1: not dead, it's Sheree's not dead. <laughs> and I'll be, I'll play the I professor that's like, Sheree is dead. Dun, dun, dun.
0: I, I know we've, we've grazed by it a few times, but also Barry Keoghan is snatching people's movies for them left and right. And I'm, this wasn't, I think this was the first time I saw him with more of a role because he's very usually like, Underutilized, but he's still snatching the scenes, and so I was really happy to see this before seeing Saltburn. Which Saltburn, I was like, yes, Barry, yes, he's the only man I want to see holding an award this year. Just so we're all saying.
1: All right, I haven't seen Saltburn, so I can't comment on that. I'm seeing just
0: there's a murder on the dance floor.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, his performance in this is great. Like I said, I think him and Nicole Kidman are the highlights for me in this movie.
0: I just love that this is the. Well, I saw them at our order, so this was the second time I watched him snatch <laughs> scenes of Colin Farrell. Like it's his job, and I'm just like Colin, baby. And Colin's like, I'm an actor. And I'm like, I know, but also just Colin. Like, I'll get naked. Just Hold just on dead. one second. Listen. Make a choice. Make some choices. <laughs> I've been a crush on Colin Farrell in Forever and Always. I remember as a child, they had to put up subtitles and they were always being like, we am going to put up subtitles if Colin Farrell comes on the show because we're Americans. I did not give a shit. He was attractive. He was funny. Um, <laughs> he could act. He's the reason I sat through Daredevil. Not for Ben Affleck, obviously. I can't stand Ben Affleck. But his bullseye, I was there. <laughs> remember Phone Booth? This man sat in a phone booth for a movie and we were like, cinema, <laughs> art. All angles, please, Mr. Farrell. All angles, please.
1: And that was my only complaint with the with the full frontal for the nude scene. Listen. Where's that full frontal, Mr. Farrell?
0: He's like, I got kids now. <laughs> Leave me alone.
1: <laughs> you just get ass. That's all you get. A whole right, lot baby. of ass.
0: No. Listen, we all still thirsty. Yeah, ass and
1: bush. That's all you
0: get. <laughs> Listen, it was a good bush. <laughs> Our last episode of Fear Street. Y'all didn't know. Y'all didn't know. (laughs) After this, we were very quickly sued, rightfully so.
1: (laughs) All right, Sheree, you ready for hot takes?
0: Let's get spicy. All right.
1: What's your hot take, Sheree?
0: As usual, I've ruined my hot take. So let me just start saying it and see if I can expand. (laughs) This was my second time seeing this movie, and so I was able to figure out I actually do like it. The first time I couldn't tell what I felt, but I couldn't stop thinking about it, which it would have been successful anyways if that was the case. Because so often we just are able to discard what we've just watched. Because um, there's, there's even been arguments about content versus movie slash film. And so I think that we get we do get a lot of content, unfortunately. We are oversaturated. Um, there's some good stuff in that, but because you're watching Avengers punch each other and you're watching, you're watching Transformers transform, sometimes it takes a second. It takes a second to be like, Ooh, something new is happening. <laughs> um, and so she was successful, even if I didn't like her, which it turns out I do. So yeah, I don't know if that was a hot take in there. I, the wine got me y'all. This is not the episode to tune in for a first. I can't do sentences. What?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and my hot take is exactly the opposite of that. I wa- I want to like this movie. I just uh, I don't. And it could be, like I said earlier, it could be that whole jarring effect of like this just isn't what I'm used to on film. But I I wanted to, y'all. I really wanted to. And maybe I will if years down the line I decide to take another dive in. I just maybe a hot man will be like, hey, let's watch this movie. And I'd be like, sure, because you're hot.
0: (laughs) If you find me some hot man with good taste in movies, oh my God. Oh my God. Because once you know better, you do better, as my Angela said. And I think, I think because I saw this movie, (laughs) that's part of the reason I had an issue with a lot of movies that I saw afterwards. Because again, I'm a festival host. I was in all the festivals. I'm like, nothing's giving anymore. (laughs) And it's because I had to go back to the same old, same olds, the same waterfalls. And I was like, no, I want something different. I want something new. I want something original and unique. It's like, when WandaVision came out, I couldn't watch any more of those MCU shows. I was like, no. <laughs> you show me what you could do, and you want to go backwards? <laughs> Fuck
1: you. Well, I also wonder, too, like, how much of this, because we were talking about how much of this film is inspired by theater and, like, the, the theater arts, and I wonder how much both art forms could be bettered by learning from each other. Like the theater world and the film world seem so separate, but they don't have to be. So I wonder how much of the theater could be bettered by learning some of these film techniques and stuff like that, and vice versa, right?
0: always love when theater kids march over in the film, because those are some of the more exciting movies because they know what to do with one location and a small cast. Those have been some of my favorites we've covered on this show. I'm not going to zero in on any names, but like they out there. Um, <laughs> um, who but most yeah, of them are. I think, <laughs> Listen, listen. And so again, I think that yeah, they're two different art forms, but I also think that sometimes because they each want to be different, like twins, you know, one of them is like, I got to be different. I'm going to get a nose piercing. Um, That's all it really fucking Dye is. Dye my hair. Right? It's like, uh, Because I remember as a kid, I'd watch sitcoms a lot, especially the older ones, because TV land was a thing in our childhood. <laughs> and I'd be like, these are plays. As I got older, I'm like, these are 30 minute plays. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all we're really doing but you can't say that. Cause we are like, no, TV is a different medium. It's like, bitch, you're serving the same soup, but you're serving it to people in the Midwest. And so you've made they it something ridiculous. They were filmed plays,
1: 30 minute plays,
0: yeah. Listen, in front of a live studio audience, boop. <laughs> so again, I know she would not be different cause you get, you can't be your twin. You can't be your twin. So what do you gotta get streaks? What do you gotta get bangs? But also <laughs> like, look at yourself, look at your choices. <laughs> because so many movies will work well on both with the right adapter. Um, Hire me, cause I would love to see this bitch hit a stage. I don't know if I'm the bitch for this one, cause it's a lot going on. I would fail, but some of the other movies <laughs> we talked about, then would we get on stage? I could do.
1: Boom. All right, Sheree, how many drinks you give in this one?
0: I came in to give her three point five, but I think I'm gonna give her four because again, I felt alive for the first time in 84 long videos. (laughs) You did not. You did not just (laughs) quote
1: Titanic in me. (laughs) I love it. I Okay, where I am at currently with my journey with this film, it's a one and a half. I I just was not jiving with most things in this movie. So that's where I'm at right now. Maybe in the future I will have the nerve to go into this two-hour film that I don't feel it needs to be two hours, even if it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a one, it's a one and a half now.
0: For two hours, more people need to get naked. <laughs> <laughs> um, for any movie, I'm not even coming for this one specifically. I just feel like for two hours... For two hours, have, I have have need to see a, a
1: date. Come on now.
0: I almost said something else and i saw I'm going to stop talking because <laughs> me and my wine... <laughs> are done tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, that is our thoughts on The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Thank you all so much for listening. Next week, we're going to be covering The Monster.
0: That's right, y'all. We're going to keep saying Hey24 with a movie that neither of us have seen before. Shenanigans. There it is. I know it's a Brian Pertino, and he don't fuck around. The Strangers. The Dark and the Wicked. Oh. And so... Let's get it. I'm excited. I I probably shouldn't be excited. I know what decade we're in. I know what decade we're in. But I'm excited for now, and I hope that this decade lets me have this win.
1: <laughs> All right, y'all. Again, thank you so much for listening and supporting us here on Fierce Street. As always, make sure that you stay fierce out there.
0: Bye.